Hi, and welcome to today's podcast in the Twin Flame series. My name is Amber. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. I specialize in life purpose work, core wound healing work, and sacred union work, as well as intuitive readings. I'm a Reiki master and teacher and a shamanic practitioner, and I've been on this path of being a healer and a teacher for about close to 10, 11 years. Um, So it's sacredspacehealing.org. So today in the Twin Flame series, um, I'm looking at, I want my other half to be more like this. So we're not going to look at judgment, because that's another one, and we're not going to look at mirroring, because we've already looked at that, it's out there in the series. Um, I'm looking at that idea that we want our divine counterpart to be more this, whatever this is. I want them to be more spiritual, I want them to be more whatever it is. So um, there is a lot that I can discuss around this. But I'm going to give you a practice to work with. And if you want to do the deeper work, then I suggest that you just contact me and book in for a session. So here is a practice to do around wanting your divine counterpart to be different than they are. List all the ways in which you wish they were different. Now, obviously, this needs to be things that are possible. So not I wish they were taller or I wish they had blue eyes if they have green eyes. And frankly, that's silly anyway, because it's got nothing to do with their energetic frequency. But all the ways in which in which you wish, you either consciously or unconsciously start to wish that they were different. Oh, I wish they were more loving, more communicative, um, better with their finances, um, more tactile, less tactile, whatever it is. Put your wish list down, write it all down, put it down, leave it to one side, come back to it a day later. Look at your list and make a top 10. Put it down, go away, come back to your list a day later. Out of your top 10, make a top 7 or a top 5, whichever feels right for you. Go away, put your list down, come back a day later. It's good to let things percolate. Now pick your top 3. Take your top 3 and write that on a separate piece of paper. You know, more more communicative, more tactile, uh, better with their finances, say. Look at those and ask yourself, which of these qualities do I embody? So if you embody all of them, amazing, you'd think that you would be in harmonious union with your true counterpart because they are a reflection of you. But if you can truthfully say, actually, I don't feel that I 100% embody these qualities, I'm not great with communication or I'm not great with my finances or whatever it is, that's the area for you to go away and work on. The premise behind this is that you become your own best partner. You embody the qualities that you're seeking in another. And once you embody the qualities that you're seeking in another, you won't be seeking qualities in another. You will simply accept them for who they are. And that is unconditional love. So often we look to another to balance us out. Well, they need to be more grounded than me, or they need to be more spiritual than me, or they need to be more creative than me. We look for them to fulfill something in us that we feel we can't do ourselves. I feel that a sacred partnership is where you balance each other out, you know, where you have skills that are like the left and right side of the body. But you're not needing this other skill. You're not lost without this other skill. It simply complements what you already have. And it's important that you are as full and as rich a person as possible in your own existence. So if your finances are in disarray, if your career, if your life path is in disarray, if you feel that you don't have community around you, if your health is bad, um, 
if your living arrangements are bad, you know, you're not in that high aligned vibration to meet your divine counterpart. You might meet them, but it may not be a harmonious and lasting union. You may meet them and then they go away again. It can only be harmonious and lasting when both of you are in a place of balance and completion within so that you're not looking to be fulfilled by the other. You're not seeking anything from the other. You meet as two individuals already completely whole that choose to complement each other. And as you choose to complement each other, you create a greater whole, a greater energy, if you like, um, which is this sacred union. And it's very different from traditional relationships, you know, soulmate relationships where we seek to be fulfilled by another and we are often codependent and we feel lost without them. I hear this often, you know, I remember having a conversation with someone a while back and they told me that they were completely lost when their partner wasn't around. And actually their partner went away, I think, for like a couple of weeks and they were completely lost. They were out on the lash drinking and drugging and getting into all kinds of scrapes and admitted, I'm absolutely lost without my partner who makes me feel good, who is like the light in my life. Your partner can't be the light in your life. You are the light in your life. If you're looking for your partner to be the light in your life, you're completely disconnected. You are the light in your life and God, spirit, universe is the light in your life. And once you're plugged into that, you will attract to you your highest soul union. So we often settle for codependent relationships and call them loving and romantic and so on. But the twin flame, sacred union, divine counterpart union is completely different. It's not about hearts and roses, although that can can and does happen that's not what it's about it's about bringing healing and light to the planet it's about being of service and it's about a karmic clearing journey that we go on as individuals to align to our highest selves and that process of purging and clearing and realigning can be painful but it's it's a soul's journey and often in soulmate relationships there is no soul's journey it's all very comfortable you know, you, you get on, you like each other's friends, your families get on, you have the same interests. There is no, there is no shake-up of your belief system. It might, there might be certain things that you might discover together. Oh, we quite like doing yoga together or we learn how to horse ride together or something. But there's no huge kind of um, catalytic changes in your life where you're really being pushed and pushed to clear and to purge and to realign and to be your highest self and to step up into a path of service. Um, really, truly a path of service. So if that is the kind of union, the latter is the kind of union that you are craving, then one of the major steps to getting there is to being, is, is embodying being your own true greatest beloved. And once you're in that space, once you are embodying the beloved within you, you can't help but attract it to you also. That is the law of the universe. So try this practice and see how you get on. I'd love to hear how you get on. Feel free to drop me an email if you've tried the practice and it resonated for you. And if you think I can help you with the Sacred Union work, please go on the website. It's sacredspacehealing.org and you can book in via the website. Sometimes the online calendar isn't great, so you can always drop me an email and we'll book in for a time slot together. Until the next time, so it is and so it shall be.